welcome to episode 54 of ApolitiK. We are engaged in a progressive discussion of politics for people who hate politics in five to 10 minutes. We try to keep it short and to the point. We encourage people and empower them. We're attempting to promote a transformation of our society for the benefit of everyone in the society. The goal of the podcast is to encourage voter registration and voter participation in a process of reducing the conflict and division of our society. What we're hoping to do is encourage you to get informed about the issues. Society as a whole really needs each and every one of us to vote based on making informed choices. And that means really looking into the issues and not being fooled by all the misinformation available in the media. Some of the information out there is accurate and true. Some of it is not. So we have to very carefully analyze the information that we use to form our opinions and inform our votes. Apolitik pledges to give high quality information that is not biased toward a political party. We're going to look at various topics through the lenses of progressive principles. And we're looking at significant days in American history, issues, policies, programs, and the lives of American heroes. We want to examine these topics using real stories and real people. Again, all in relation to our progressive principles. This is the first of several episodes where we're going to join my friend Steve to discuss the issue of the future direction of the Republican Party. Many people believe that we need to have a strong two-party system in the United States. Steve will actually advocate for something else that has an expanded number of parties. My opinion is that we need to have a progressive party and a conservative party to compete for the direction that our country moves in. The Progressive Party is a party of change in the future. The Conservative Party is a party of stability and little change because it's rooted in the past. Again, the progressive principles which are at stake in this whole situation are principles one and three. Namely, increases civil liberties and personal freedom balanced by civic and personal responsibility, that's principle one, and increases civic and political engagement within a culture of respectful civil discourse. And that's principle three. As we said in most episodes, we cannot claim to be progressive when we're violating constitutional and progressive principles. Thus, we need more voters to be heard in the question of which direction our country should take, forward or backward. Thank you for joining us, and we are looking forward to our discussion.
Welcome to episode 54 of A Politic. And I'm joined today on February 12th, 2021, by my friend Steve. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Bill. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, and yourself? Um, uh, chipper chapper, as they say. All right. Well, today we're going to go to a place. Uh, again, we promised people in the beginning of this podcast that we were going to be nonpartisan, and that means equally able to criticize as well as congratulate either party. We're not going to be pro one party or another, but we're always pro progress. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about the Republican Party. And uh, last Sunday on Fox News, Chris Wallace had an interview with uh, Liz Cheney and asked her about the future of the Republican Party. And he also spent some time discussing the phenomenon of Marjorie Taylor Greene, of Kevin McCarthy, and of Donald Trump. And they were looking at the future of the Republican Party. So I was wondering, Steve, where do you see the Republican Party today? Well, the events of uh, the last uh, four years, but particularly the last, uh, let's say, uh, six months, have really, I think, um, shown the American people that uh, the American political parties uh, are in a constant state of uh, evolution or dissolution, um, and um, both parties have had their their eras where they were either very dominant or very uh, fractious, uh, and the Republican Party right now is finding itself kind of where the Whig Party was uh, in the late 1850s. Right. Um, and what emerged out of that disintegration of that party was the Republican Party, of which Abraham Lincoln was uh, the, the most representative and uh, became the first Republican president. Uh, I, I think that um, uh, the presidency of uh, Mr. Trump has has really kind of um, uh, fractured the traditional Republican Party that brought uh, Ronald Reagan to national prominence and uh, the, the Bush family. And um, now it's a matter of what road do they want to take? It, it looks more like the party is probably going to fracture into maybe at least two wings. Um, uh, and one of the representative examples of that split is the emergence of uh, the Lincoln Project, which is not a party, but it is a uh, an off-ramp uh, from what is considered the mainstream of contemporary Republican uh, uh, political discourse. And uh, if anyone has seen any of um, the Lincoln Project's um, uh, video productions, I think they'll they'll see that there's there's a major schism in the party, and where it goes now is uh, is really up to is the rank and file, and uh, we'll see what happens uh, as we we continue forward. 
Well, so now we look at the Republican Party as potentially going in any one of a number of directions. And I think it's interesting that the Whigs, Whig Party, for people who are interested, and we're going to put a uh, Wikipedia connection. Um, the thing that really caused the Whig Party to collapse was their inability to resolve a number of questions, and one of them was the question of slavery. They couldn't really decide which direction they wanted to go, and so the Republican Party was one of the options that came out of the Whig Party, and they were anti-slavery, whereas there were pro-slavery Whigs, and the inability to resolve that that question of slavery is what caused the Whigs to collapse. So now we see a number of ways forward for the Republicans, and we saw that Liz Cheney was very much in favor of looking at the current situation, saying, well, in the last four years, we have lost the Senate, we've lost the presidency, we've lost the House with Donald Trump, so we need to drop him. And as a result of uh, the courage that she showed in terms of making those um, those observations, she almost was uh, uh, cut away from uh, her, her own political party. There was there was a, a move to uh, censure her within the party, and so even the the courage that she showed to speak truth to power could have cost her her job. Thank goodness that the, the, the vote that sustained her was was a secret ballot because. <laughs> that was the only way I think she probably could have survived her leadership in, 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 the, in the House. Right. So we have Liz Cheney. We have a combination of Kevin McCarthy, who is the current minority leader, with his new playmate, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is firmly behind Trump. So we have the Trump option. We have the Cheney option. And we have the Lincoln Project option. Uh, what are some of the other options for the Colum for the uh, Republican Party? Well, um, I'd like to kind of go uh, to like the thirty thousand foot level, and okay. this is uh, hopefully a little more of, a, of, a, of an overview of where I think the parties uh, in this country uh, are headed. And there is nothing, you know, enshrined in the Constitution that empowers the reality that there should only be two political parties in this country. And I think that we've reached a point in the evolution of the political process in America that the country has moved to a point in its history where more than a bipolar political architecture is what's needed now. We need the, the whole idea, I think, of political parties is to build coalitions in the national legislature that yields productive legislation on behalf of the American people. And when you're in this either or situation, it's either one side or the other, rather than having 
the ability to say, look, we need to pass this legislation. We'll get X number of Republicans to vote for it. We'll convince X number of D's to vote for it. There's maybe an environmental party or a green party or a, a, a progressive party that we can say, well, look, we, instead of being in this either or situation, we'll get so many of these that can be convinced of our arguments, so many of those. And then you add it all up and you go, hey, we've got enough votes here. We don't have to depend solely on saying, well, look, it's got to be a certain way or else we're going to lose the votes to make it law. And, and I think that um, uh, the country is, is, is now, I think, at a point where more than two political parties is, is what's hamstringing the, 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 the country to move forward. Because, and when you got a filibuster and it's either my side or your side or it dies, I mean, we need more options. We need another off-ramp um, for the congressional process to pass legislation. Well, I tell you what, that's a very interesting idea. And we're going to have to take another program because we don't want to run way over on this one. Oh, yeah. But let's, uh, let's move forward with that idea in our next program, okay? Sure, sure. Great. Thanks, Steve. Thank you for joining us for episode 54 of A Politic. As you can see, the directions of our political parties help us to organize our thinking and make decisions about the direction of our country. We badly need all eligible voters to get informed on the lives of our heroes and then cast their vote. Also, we need to figure out, again, the philosophies behind the parties, and that will help us in deciding the direction we want to take. We can't blindly trust the media. All we can do is a lot of cross-checking on what's being told to see if the information is consistent, reliable, and valid. But you must decide how we in this country will respond to the issue of clarification of our identity and determining the course of our moving forward. Your vote makes all the difference in our future. Again, I'm talking to all you people who haven't been voting. That 33 to 40% who just haven't felt like taking the time and trouble to become informed on the issues and then casting your ballots. You are the ones who will control the balance of power in the United States over the next 20 to 50 years. Good luck. Next, we will look forward to seeing you again at episode 55, when we will again discuss the life of our American hero, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Thanks again for joining us and have a great day.